Mindset Podcast. We're your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Is that what you're supposed to say on podcasts like this? <laughs> Do whatever you want. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I worked with Aaron a lot over the years, uh, producing conferences and stuff, and we worked out pretty hard and heavy for a while. Uh, trained and did some other dumb shit. Spartan races. Got your Spartan hat on right now. Yep. So it's cool. Although you gave me a new hat, and I'm pretty <laughs> stoked about that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it. Okay. Uh, happy to have you, man. Thanks. I'm happy to be anywhere, but here we'll do also. <laughs> um, all right, so the whole the whole reason I do these uh, type of episodes, call them debriefs, which I stole that from somewhere, but whatever. Um, I just kind of got tired of, like, social media. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yeah. Of, yes. Of, like mindlessly scrolling, right? You just do this thing where you just like you just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I yeah. Was like, what? So it was just like I gotta use this. You know, there's the like an in Instagram. I love Instagram over other things, um, because one, I find it to be maybe it's just my feed, but I find it to be kind of more positive. Sure. That's <laughs> probably pictures. it's probably just your feed. It's yeah. <laughs> but it's got the little bookmark thing. So I started like making categories and bookmarking things that I was hoping would be helpful. Yeah. So, and so this is usually after a week or two of collecting those bookmarks and things and then going back through and trying to find things to, I don't use the word meditate because that has a lot of other connotations. No, no. You just spend time thinking through. Yeah. Well, it, trying to learn from. So trying to make social media useful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's possible. No, well. You know, kind of before we get into it, um, and and I know one of the things we're going to talk about in a little bit, um, will will come to this, but uh, you know, I like what you're doing here, and I and I I like this debrief because of the positive nature of it, and I think even you know, I guess behind the scenes, some of the the articles you sent me, there was one that I looked at, and I was like, you know. I almost think that it wasn't positive enough. Yeah, and and so so yeah, (laughs) so is is like "Eh, I don't know if I really want to talk about that. Um, But but also you know when we start to talk about daily rituals and things like that, um, you know that is I'll show you at some point and you've already been involved with it. Like that is something that I'm trying to do in my Mm -hmm. own social media feed just because I'm just tired of yeah, yeah. I, I I'm 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 complaining about the complainers I'm tired yeah, you know yeah <laughs> but we get in that we get in that mind space where that's what we do yeah um we forget that negativity breeds negativity for sure right yeah and so my thesis is that positivity positivity breeds positivity <laughs> I sh- sure hope you're well, right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
So yeah, so here we go. Okay. Um, Mark Manson. There's always a Mark Manson. Uh, Graham. <laughs> in everything and these. I do, I, I just love this guy. I don't know if you ever read his book, "The Subtle Art of Not Giving Up." F. Yeah. Um, you can curse on the show, but um, I'll try not to. Maybe. The rare people who do become truly exceptional at something do so not because they believe they're exceptional. On the contrary, they become amazing because they're obsessed with improvement. And that obsession with improvement stems from an unerring belief that they are, in fact, not that great at all. (laughs) Anti-entitlement. Some might call that humility. Yeah. Uh, I practice martial arts, and that's one of the three tenets, you know. Discipline, patience, humility. All right. Whatever order. All right. <laughs> humility, patience, discipline. Whatever order you want them to come in. Um, yeah, they all kind of feed each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I read this, um, the I, I started thinking about the you, you can I mean you can associate it with martial arts, you can associate it with day to day life, you can associate it with business too, because I'm coming mm-hmm. sometimes from the business world, um, and you know, it, it, it goes back to <clears throat> um, making a product to make a product that is good and needed as opposed to making money. Right. You know, like like yeah. if your purpose is to make money, probably then you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, you, you probably won't. Um, and and so, so it, it comes down to, you know, am I doing the right thing every single day? Yeah. And... You know, then, you know, the, I think there's also a difference between the exceptional person that just does what's right, does what they're supposed to do, and has great output, versus the person that does that also, but then wants to tell everybody about it, yeah, too. right. You know, like, look at me. Right. And, and, and right. so then you, then the person that you look at, you know, who says, look at me, I start to question maybe why they're doing it in yeah, the first place. Weird. Right, and I've been, I've been I've been both places. Some oh, yeah, things I've just have. been heads down and and done things because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But I've also you know been on the other side and said you know hey look at what I did. Yeah. And so so I I try I try like hell now to the things that I work on that I do want. I want the work and what I do to be exceptional, and if I become exceptional because of that, great. Um, but I also don't want to continue to put out there, you know, look at me, look at that. I mean, I, that's what I do in my daily job right. for my company, right? right. But right. Um, but for me, like, if you look at my social media feeds, <laughs> they're pretty much dead right. versus my company's social media feeds because I would rather put my energy and time in there and try to be exceptional or work towards that, right. um, you know, in a more personal basis, so... So what are some ways or some things that you use or do to keep your ego in check? Or do you just let it run rampant on the world? <laughs> I don't think you do, I know you pretty well. Um, I did. I, I was a pompous ass for a long time. And, and just, ask, um, just ask my friend... Dave from high school. Uh, <laughs> Dave ended up being a cop, and you know, and, and a really good dude. Um, he was always a good dude, but um, but I I started in this world as an actor. Um, when I was that's in, right. I, when, didn't, I didn't introduce you properly. No, no, <laughs> that's cool. Um, 
But from the age of four until the age of 19, I was on stage. And um, my ego... On stage and in hearts. Yes. Well, and, and, and you know, in, 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 the, in the Lakes region of uh, New Hampshire, uh, when I was in 10th grade. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. But, but I felt like, you know, I became very pompous because of that. I walked away from acting because I felt like I was getting to that point. Mm. And, and it was just something like I, I looked at my friend Dave when we were, you know, 18, 19 years old. And I was like, dude, I just feel like I'm on all the time. And he goes, yeah, <laughs> stop that, ask. stop yeah. that. <laughs> but but now, you know, my ego is in check. You need friends like that. Well, you do. Um, it's, it's either the physical or the uh, virtual slap. Um, but my ego is in check now. You know, I have a great wife that anytime I'm feeling like, you know, <laughs> she's going to listen to this and slap me again. No. Why do that? Yeah, but um, but the good ones do. Yes, they do. But Anytime that I feel like I am above it all, you know, either she'll remind me or she'll get the look or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, then also I've got three kids and knowing that I want the best for them. Right. Keeps me in check, too. Setting an example. Yeah, exactly. Because if if I'm out there and and acting like I did when I was 18 years (laughs) old. You wouldn't have a wife very long. Well, exactly. Yeah, it's it's funny, um, the old ego thing. I always try to like, I always try to ask. I find myself doing it with other people. Like, why are they doing that? Why are they saying that? Mm-hmm. But I, I try to do that to myself too. Like, why am I feeling like if somebody says something to me and it kind of like stings or triggers me or whatever? I'm like, why? Why am I feeling that way? Is yeah. it me, or is it really them? You know. Uh-huh. And nine times out of ten, it's me. <laughs> like it's just I took it personally, or like I'm thinking of myself first, or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I I think one of the one of the uh, uh, Instagram posts you have in here um, kind of talks about that too. Which one is that? Um, I think it's the the next one oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, nice Another segue. Mark Manson. Um, nice segue. Yeah. Yeah. We just read his book one time. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, this one, some of the most important truths in life are contradictory on the surface. <laughs> no shit. So, yeah. like, the paradox is right. So, right. like, the more you scream about not having an ego probably means you have a giant ego. Well, just just to bring up, you know. Right. Well, the, the people who can't trust can't be trusted. It, it, right. it's, it's those paradoxes, but yes. If... Yeah, so real quick, the, the more you, number one, the more you hate a trait in someone else, the more likely you're avoiding it in yourself. <laughs> Yep. You win, Mark Manson. Yeah. I mean, the, the person who calls <laughs> other people fat is usually really concerned about how fat they are. This is true. Uh, that's, a, that's interesting. So, yeah, number nah. two, people who can't trust can't be trusted. Mm-hmm. I've, I've worked with that person firsthand. Yeah. Um, uh, many, many times. The number three, uh, the more you try to impress people, the less impressed they'll be. Uh, that's, again, that's me at 18 years old. Okay. Um, and probably, you know, a couple of times throughout my most life. Of this is at 18. Well, yeah. The harder you try, the yeah. you're just not getting anywhere. Well, <laughs> that's true. But some of those become really well-paid actors. I just wasn't. Yes. Yes. And you can, you can almost, I mean, I know it's obvious in some of the like super famous people, but you can just feel it. Yeah. Like through the internet and the TV. Like, yeah. Like that dude is like. Yeah. Yes. That's enough. 
Yeah. The more you fall, the more likely you are to succeed. So that one is more, like, I was thinking that, like, what's a surefire way to, like, lose your ego is to get your ass whooped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But how much of that is experience versus humility? And maybe it's the same thing. Well, do you go through that? that exercise mentally when you're thinking about your kids and how much you want them to fail to fail forward, but how much you don't want them to fail because you know better or, you know, you hope you do. And, and you're like, ah, just do this because it'll make your life so much easier. I don't know how many times I've said that to all three of them. Right. I know. And it's hard too. Right. But you do want them to have those, those failings because that is what prepares them to deal with all the bullshit that they're going to have to deal with when you're not around, whether it's, you know, right now you're not around with them or, you know, when you're really not around. Yeah. I just saw, um, I saw, I saw a podcast. Uh huh. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes. (laughs) Uh, it was, um, it was another Jocko podcast. I'm not obsessed with anything. No, not at all. Literally drinking drinks and, Yes, yeah, so you, you have but, you have afterburner in front of me, and I'm going to drink you know, it right now. Sweatshirt, um, <laughs> but I'm glad no one can see this. No, no, except uh, for me. He was talking about uh, tying his children's shoes, and like, you know, he's like, you, you, you tie your kids' shoes, right? But you're not doing them any favors because, like, yeah, it's easy for you because you get their shoes on quick and you get out of the door, All right? But there's, you know, they're not learning to tie their shoes. They're not learning the resiliency of, like, unsuccessfully tying their shoes. They're not developing their fine motor skills. They're not, yeah. you know, it, it. the list can go on and on. But, like, that simple act of, like, just getting it done mm-hmm. actually short circuits a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's a far cry from, like, helicopter parenting. True. But it's kind of in the same ditch, maybe. Well, what, what's the happy medium is, is in order to... You know, again, how how do you not tie their shoes for them? Mm-hmm. But you know, <laughs> what point do you go, dude? You're just never going to figure this <laughs> out. Tie your shoes, bro. Oh man, that's so true, though. Um, I struggle with that. Uh, yeah. My son, my oldest son, just he just got his black belt. Yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And um, of course, I'm proud of that. Yeah, of course. Uh, I was very. This is not me this is a humble brag i guess but i was i was very intent on having it be his journey yeah you know um i didn't want to be and i didn't i'm so proud of him because i did not once have to like drag him out of bed become trained or whatever. Right. he was always up <coughs> always ready in many cases he was like bro we need to go do this and i'm like it's sunday <laughs> like can we just grill hamburgers today he's like yeah but let's go do this first man so he's teaching me but i wanted it to be his journey because of that yeah Um, because if if i had helped him or pushed him along or drug him then it was me dragging him yeah you know and he loses part of that lesson yeah exactly it was really hard i think it's similar to the tying the shoes thing but no it it is it's it's the you know what 16 17 or how old is he now 17 17. the 17 year old version of of tying shoes yeah, and that may be like driving the car. That yeah. may be you know unloading the dishwasher. Well, that, but you know, I I, I have uh, a lot. You know, I'm 47. I have a lot of other friends who have kids that are 16, 17, 18. 
and they are experiencing, and I kind of experienced it with, with him, mm-hmm. that he didn't really want to drive. Yeah. Like he was sort of like fighting the anxiety of having to deal with the world yeah. behind the steering wheel. Yeah. Now, I know it's different for him versus me when I was that age wanting to drive, but I remember just like I, I had a calendar go. and I was yeah. like drawing an X on each day. <laughs> I take my test on this day, and then it's this many days, and I'm out of here. Right. You know? Just he, you know, he's not like that, and, and it's not just him. But I have other friends that have kids that are sort of experiencing the same thing, where they're like, I've heard, "Yeah, I don't I've heard drive. that." Like they're like, "I don't want to." Right. Yeah. No. I've, so I've they're seen making that. like we made him take a class. We made him go learn how to do it because we're like, "You have to do this." Right. Like, at some point, you're going to go to school or whatever. Or you need to drive your little brother to school because right. we're busy. You know, <laughs> this is how it's going to go. But he just didn't want to. No, that's. I think my son's. What, he's taking his driver's class tomorrow. Okay. Um, eight hours. Uh, and But, you know, he's, I mean, he we learned to drive during the pandemic, you know, right, like. Right. A little go, bit less traffic. Right. Go to the, you know, go to the parking lot of the mall that right. there's nobody right. there right. anyway, but there's nobody yeah. there. Um, and, and so, you know, it's been sporadic, but, you know, when he's motivated to do it, he's motivated to do it. And when he's not, then. You're like, are you yeah, ever going to make this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, you have two sisters that need to be driven somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> your shit straight. Exactly. The, number five, the more something scares you, the more you should probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> like learning to drive. Kids. Yes, exactly. Um, not that anyone under the age of 40 is listening to this show. Oh. Um, the more afraid you are of death, the less you'll be able to enjoy life. What? Can we go back to oh, five? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. The more something scares you, the more you should probably do it. And this is... The example, get a new job, starting a business. Well, it's... it's being honest with someone. It's not even that sometimes. It's it's sometimes the day-to-day stuff, too. Like, you know, like, turn in your taxes to your <laughs> CPA or, or just do that, you know, or, or, or even a, you know... I mean, something that just you need to get done and you're fearful to do it for whatever reason it is, yeah. you know, and and it paralyzes you for no other reason than you just either don't want to do it or you're afraid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Texas is a big one. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Was, let's go, you know, go smaller from that. Like, But it's it's the same. No, it's the same thing as bullshit. It's all in your mind. Like, right. The tax boogeyman is not going to come out of your right. Computer, because you open up QuickBooks. No, they they might depending on how late you are. Yeah, I can see why you have anxiety over it. Not that you're sponsored by QuickBooks. No, 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 not at all. Um, but, (laughs) but yeah, no, it it, It triggered me. What? Yes, I understand. Um, but you, you also find that once you do the thing, Mm -hmm. it's never as hard as your mind said it was going to be in the first place. Right. And I mean, that's it's the, the same main as thing. The next one I just read: the more you're yeah. afraid of death, the less you'll be able to enjoy life. It's sort of the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. This one's a little. Um, yeah, they're related. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I don't know where my brain was going on that one. But other than trying new things, it, it goes back to ego too. Yeah. Um, because you know, I think about stuff like that. Like, why am I? Why do I feel anxiety over doing this thing? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's because I don't know anything about it. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Mine's nine and a half, but yes. Yes. <laughs> but like, but why, like, why am I not excited to do something I don't know something about? Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, where is that, where is that joy gone? You know, it's because the stakes are high. Like nine times, like again, nine times out of ten, I got to do this thing because my business is is propped up by it, right. or I have to make money from doing it to you know take care of my family or whatever it is. So yeah. the stakes are high, and so that's where the anxiety is coming from. I don't know. I don't know that there's a secret formula for overcoming that. No, I, I mean it's ever well just doing it or have some <laughs> or or you know like I mean there's the the whole accountability accountability partner and you know like somebody the old battle buddy somebody yeah Didn't battle buddy i think they changed the name of that in the military oh we'll call it that anymore. i'm way behind then Not, well you were old but yes i am <laughs> um but yes i had my battle buddy who <laughs> yes um you're my battle buddy well and you're mine sometimes too but also you know like you know sarah's your battle buddy yes um and she will tell you again it goes she's back a, to the she's my battle general <laughs> I'm definitely a way for damn range. sure. I'm, I'm, I might be a corporal. We are not equals. <laughs> no, we are not equals in some colonel. of these things for yeah. sure. Um, but but having it's not always about being married, but just having somebody in your life that can hold you accountable. Yes. To to do the things that you say that you're going to do, and mm-hmm. and when you don't do them, say to you, "Hey, dumbass." <laughs> Where's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly how it comes out. This reminds me, I still have to turn in my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not due yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They were. I'll just put it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next. There's a lot in this post. Um, <laughs> yeah. The more you learn, the more you realize how little you know. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, shit. Beat that one up. <laughs> wow. The less you care about others, the less you care about yourself. Yeah. I. I. You know that one. That one kind of stings. Me too. <laughs> Well, because you've told me how you were when you were a teenager yeah. and, and growing up, and, yep. and but I was the same way. I I, I um, remember some of the videos way before this thing called YouTube, but the videos that would come out that you know, like Faces of Death and yeah. and banned from whatever, right, right, right. and I, you know, I I feel like I was not a good human at some point in my life to where like. I laughed at some of that because, wow. and yeah, because, well, and, and I don't think I was in a good place either. Sure. And that's maybe the point of this, but, I think it is. but, you know, and it is hard to admit that. And I think I've only said it a couple of times in my life, but, and, you know, not everything, but, um, but there are things I was like, wow, you know, like kind of the, how stupid is that person? And, and, and don't tell me we don't watch YouTube train wrecks. You know now whatever whatever they are and go oh isn't that they're, funny somebody got shot there Ugh. are like three hour cuts of those things yes that's <laughs> it's ridiculous but but you know as you get older as you experience more and as you I would hope have you know more faith and love in humanity I'm not trying to get too deep there but you know like I look back at that and go. Dude, what is wrong with you? But what was wrong with you? But there was, there yeah, was, you know, yeah. there were things wrong with me that I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Now that I look back and I go, that, you know, like how how could you find that, you know? And, and that's not revisionist history. I mean, that was who I was. 
sure. you know, to some extent back then. Um, and, you know, and, and saying, and I mean, even Mark Manson's book, you know, not giving the F, that, you know, like, I'd say that all the time. I don't give, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. But the truth is, is that you probably you do. do. You, you know. Do. Yeah. There's I, ego again. Usually when you hear someone say, well, I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. It usually means they are deeply insulted by the thing that just happened. <laughs> they are saying they don't care about. Exactly, <laughs> but they but they don't want to deal with it either, and 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 you know that's fair. Um, but yeah, so so which one was it? Yeah, the less you care about others, the less you care about yourself. Yeah, I I think at the time where I was when I would you know look back to that, I didn't care about myself that you can much. Invert that too. True. That's that's also I found in some people that is a um, that's a tell. Yeah. The less that they appear to care about themselves, they care less about others too. Like yeah. the dude, the dude who like dresses like a hobo mm-hmm. <laughs> comes to, like, like on purpose. Well, no. Like <laughs> let's say you have a business and you have an employee, and the uh-huh. guy comes into work and he dresses like a homeless person, and you're like, bro, you came to work, you not wear your pajamas. Like what's up? Like right. bathe. And he's like, well, I don't, you know, whatever. You know, it, it usually extends past just their their person, you know, and it's like you can see it yeah. in the quality of their work and their effort in friendships. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of people like that, and you can kind of see that tell. Well, and and I mean, you know, I was in the customer service area for mm-hmm. a long time, owned restaurants, and you know, and dealt with people on a daily basis. And now, you know, the the places that I frequent, the you know, the people that I will I will be very interested in their well being, no matter you know, no matter who they are, where they come from, but you know, the, the people that when I go to their establishment and you know, and it's the person behind the counter who has no ownership or anything like that, right. but they're just the nicest they're a good human yeah. and they show that Incredible. and um, you know, those are the people that I want to be around on a daily basis. And and because they care about themselves, they care about others. It took me a long time to care about others, and I do think that that came from, you know, having a wife and kids that, you know, like I have to care about others. Um, uh, but, you know, but that, I don't know, they're, they're – there's a change somewhere in there for me, which I didn't always have, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I have it now um, because I do care about myself. I do care about others. I am grateful for you know my life. I'm grateful for the people that I have around me, um, and I wish them nothing but well. Um, so That's I wouldn't good. always, yeah, but I wouldn't always in, like that. In the in martial arts, any any serious, true martial art. I mean, there are a lot of you know. You can't see my. You can, but my quote. But <laughs> right. The martial arts, whatever. There are lots of you know sports or whatever, but like in the true martial art, the path to mastery is through helping other people. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Right. Um, and that, that's one of the beautiful parts about it. For me, it gives me the most uh, momentum into this this phase of my life as a martial artist. Yeah. Is, is, Watching and now it's like watching other people begin to help other people through you helping them. It's, right. and it's a beautiful like legacy to to be involved in. But there's, you know, 
like Mark Devine says, master yourself, serve others. Yeah. And we have tenets in the martial arts that we memorize and practice. It's about helping others. And I think that's beautiful. And um, it's the antithesis to this point. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of funny. And, you know, if, if you give a shit about people, you want people to experience that. Yeah. And it sort of hurts to see someone be the opposite of that. <sighs> yeah. And you, it just, it, I don't know about hurts the right word, but it's like just depressing. You're like, oh, God. If only you knew. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, but not everybody has those same experiences to where if, you know, some people are like that their entire lives. Some people come to that later on. Yeah. And then some people don't ever, oh, ever. evolve. And, ever. and, you know, that's, that's them. That's cool. But I don't want to be around them. Yep. Cut them out. Yep. The more connected we get, the more isolated we feel. And that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, yeah. I mean, we have, like, all of this social media. We have, like, you can, you can what, FaceTime me, text me, mm-hmm. uh, nine other apps. Right. You can send me videos and messages. You can email me. You can call me. <laughs> yes. You can Slack me. Yes. Um, but yet, at the end of the day, you feel kind of alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that's know, fair. I, well, and and that's you know I I work at home now, but I bet you're feeling it. Uh, sometimes not. You know, as of last March when <laughs> everyone was when home. everybody was home twenty four seven. Yes. Um, but you know before that, uh, I was doing other things where I was more mobile and I was in. Um, other people's establishments on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of interesting how, like, like I would go into somebody's business and they would have 20 employees or whatever, and, you know, like, I had this whole pod of people that I can talk to and, and you know, and I have experiences with over, you know, like a nine-year period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and... But the the truth was, I was working by myself. I was not doing anything, you know, with them. I would just have, you know, happen to be working around them. But you know, we became friends. Um, so that was nice. But and that's why I enjoyed the restaurant business too, because, you know, I, I mean, there are many people around town that I apologize if you ever hear this podcast, but. I don't know who you are, but we had really good conversations when you right. were in my stores. Sure. Um, I don't remember your name. How about that? I don't necessarily remember your name, but I do remember, you know, the talking and, and having a good time and, and, and you know, you know, pulling any type of isolation that I might have had. A, a job like that, you know, really gets you less isolated. But then, you know, with everything that's happened in the past year, I, I know that, yeah. you know, I can see now, like, like I, I, I kind of enjoy being isolated sometimes, but you know, but I come here sometimes too to not be isolated. It's important. It is. It's important. Let's see here. There's a ton here. Uh, we could spend like another half hour on this post. Yeah, there was there was one. Is there one you want to pull out? Um. Oh well, maybe this one's just kind of me being a dick um the more convinced someone is that they're right the less they probably know 
number 18. <laughs> yeah, that's the opposite of humility. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that one's so true. Um, and uh, Right. I mean, the trouble with the world is that the stupid are so sure of themselves and the intelligent are full of doubt. <sighs> yeah. So that's the thing. Um, you know, uh, the more you the more you learn, the more you study something, the more you work on something. Right. The more you understand you don't understand. Well, and the, <laughs> yes, exactly. And then, you know, kind of pull it back Paradox. to 15 and 16. And 16 especially, this is one I was really thinking of. Uh, the more you try to argue with someone, mm-hmm. the less likely you are to convince them of your perspective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Want to talk about a nation that's been doing that for a while? Um, it, but also before the past you know, four or five years too. Um, I I feel like I've I've always had this mindset of, you know, I could yell at you constantly and tell you what you should feel, but you're never going to feel that, nor should you. Right. It's you know. Um, but if we can have a rational conversation, right, and and actually discuss, you know, perspective. Yeah, I I remember doing that in in college with one guy that I won't I won't go into what the topic was about, but um, but I was we were talking about a friend of mine, and I was like, dude, what, like, you, <laughs> sorry, I'm brain burning here, but um, you know how you don't know anything about this person, you don't know where they're from or anything, and and how could you say that whatever they're thinking or feeling is wrong? You know, just because of a of a place where you come from, um, and so you know, by the end of the, I mean, that's when I loved to debate and talk and 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 well, more, mm-hmm. you know, I love to talk. Just ask my wife, but <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah. um, but Put a microphone in front of you. Yes, exactly. Up, Yay! Um, but I loved to debate, you know, a lot back then, and you know, and and. After an hour and a half of talking in circles, it seemed like, right? Um, like, come on, you know, like I don't know that that at the beginning when we started that it was the yell, it was the you know kind of yelling like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then at the end, we both walked away, at least on my side, and I'm like, eh, I can kind of understand how he feels. It's important. I get it, but you know, but there's definitely certain things that he's not seeing, and and so yeah. Things like that have led to me well, being think, a fence center. I think you're not you're not a fence setter. Let's let's get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. You, you said that a few times. You're you know because I'll bring up political things. I mean, we've never argued over politics, right? Um, and I think you say fence sitter uh, again. I, the same interview with Jocko. Mm-hmm. I should probably find that link. <laughs> twice, but. Um, no, this was a different one. I think this was Jocko was on Joe Rogan or whatever. But he was talking about like they were like, "What if you ran for president, bro?" And he's uh-huh. like, "No, you know." But <laughs> right. But that's the type of person that should because what he said he would do was he would listen to the left, right? Listen to the right, right? He would hear both of them out. He would try to see their points of view, mm-hmm. and then probably do something that was kind of in the middle. Yeah. And therefore, no one would like him. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's not really. You say fence sitter. I don't think it's fence, sitting a fence to not want to engage in pointless argument with someone who's not going to try to see your side. Fair. But it's also, I know you, and I know that you 
have you you do look at both sides. Yeah, uh, we've talked about both sides. We read like you've referenced things that are you know in right media and referenced things that are in the left media. So yeah. I know you're looking at both things. Yeah, it's not really sitting the fence. It's being a normal human being. Well, and and you know, but I also and you've served. Yeah, like you've seen, like you you know, you've served. You've run your own business, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and you've worked in the internet development industry. I, I've also lived in the South, and I've lived in the North. Yeah, so and go. I've lived, you know, in another country. Yeah, so, so well-rounded. Well, there's no point in okay arguing with someone who's not going to have never expanded their you know views on anything. They've never even changed where they live. True. <laughs> yeah. You know, I almost and did. that goes for like. That goes for like people who live in, you know, the low country South Carolina versus people who live in, you know, a block in Brooklyn, North Carolina, right. in New York. There are people that in both cases have never left their neighborhoods. This is true. This is <laughs> very both tr- the same level of dipshit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've met both of those people because yeah. I used to live in the low country of South Carolina and I've been in Brooklyn a you bunch. No, no. OK. So I'm not a fence sitter. I don't want to call myself a centrist because I feel like that has political connotations. Yeah, you don't like labels. I, I, <laughs> yes, I hate labels. I just, I'm me. Yeah. I'm me, and, yeah. and I try to listen to people and try to understand what they're saying. Right. And, and, and we're so like, nobody can admit that they were mistaken or wrong. Ooh, I do that every day. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's okay to like believe in this thing, and then like you hear someone make a very convincing argument to the mm-hmm. contrary, and you go, you know what? Old Steve-O there makes sense. Well, that that's why, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, when I when I said the thing about phases of death, I saw your face when it, when I said it, but, you know, but I, I admit that that was, A, a different person. Well, I was I, also realizing how old I was. Yeah, that, that's fair, too. That, I mean, that, was, that was like 82, uh, or 83 or something, if not older. I don't think that we. I don't think that we were allowed to. No, we weren't even old enough to watch it. <laughs> it's rated R. It should have been rated nothing like no, much it, higher no, than that. I, I think it might have been X. Yeah. For the you know the the, the death. Somebody the check us. Somebody death. fact check that. Yeah, I'm not going to. Um, but yeah, I remember. I actually I just got in touch with a friend of mine on Facebook. Um, this past week that we watched it together and I think our other friend watched it with us too and and we were like eighth grade or so um and and it might have been like faces of death five or you know by then um uh but the point was that I was trying to <laughs> let's, let's try to do that the the point was is that that I was a different person, but also I I realized at a certain point that you know that was not necessarily that wasn't wrong, right? But but that you know, yeah. Somebody says you know you you I take into consideration over the years what people think and feel, and I look at something like that and go, yeah, that's that's not cool anymore. That yeah, you right. shouldn't do that. No, you know, probably not. <laughs> probably not helpful to the rest of the world either. Uh, yeah, it's kind of oh. sad. <laughs> um, all right, next. <laughs> so I'm gonna skip. Um, yeah. Don't scream on social media because we're kind of talking about some of this stuff. Oh yeah. yeah don't yeah. scream on social media. Write in a gratitude journal. 
it's a good idea to give thanks during a dumpster fire, during dumpster fire times like these. Um, yeah. You keep, a, you keep a journal. Gene, not only do I keep a journal. Um, you have like three notebooks here. Uh, I have all of them. Um, all the notebooks. Uh, and, and one fact, if you ask my wife how many journals I have, she will say millions. And what? And like, she will stop me from buying another journal. Like yes, and and um, my youngest child, who's ten, she's figured out that um, I, she, I, it, it might have been something like uh, you know, talk about your dad. You know, what's his favorite thing to do? You know, like writing a journal. Um, so, really? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's become a nice running joke in our household. My dad and, likes to sit in his chair and drink his happy juice. <laughs> so. Maybe a little bit less than that, but but um, but gratitude journal, yes. Um, and I I brought mine because I wanted to figure out when I started doing that. Mm. I figured out it was 2011. It was that was about the time that you and I started working with each other. Actually, yeah. um, so it started off as a dumb shit. Gene I hate Gene. I hate Gene. <laughs> um, and and actually. Not that anybody can see except for you, but I mean, it looks like the writings of a crazy the person. Scramblings of a madman. <laughs> it's like that movie Seven when they're looking yeah. through the guy's books. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because well, so it was. It started off as affirmations, <laughs> and and there are a couple of different books that I the read guy next to me on the sidewalk. Yeah. Talk to me. <laughs> I peed my pants in my home. <laughs> well, well, these are like, um, okay, so. March 4th, 2011, my affirmations work because I believe, wait, oh, my affirmations work whether I believe them or not. Okay, that was the first line, and then 20 lines later, <laughs> like whatever I was reading at the time was like, write this 20 times in a row, hey, whatever. and then write the next affirmation 20 yeah. times in a row. I think it's interesting that you, do you go back and read, <clears throat> read some stuff? Sometimes. Whenever I start a new journal, yeah. I will go... Um, out of the million journals that I have, whenever I start a new journal, I will go back and read, um, you know, also the failed journals. Like, uh, like I have a lot of those. This one that, um, what was it? I started it in 2002 when I lived in Australia, wow. and it was more poetry than it was journal. <laughs> and then, like, you die. And then yeah. 2012. So you know, ten years later, I tried to write in it again, <laughs> and. Um, That's you know, but then then That's it, a fancy journal. It it was my mommy gave that to me. Um, but I, yeah, I I go back and read because and and it's fucking painful sometimes. Um, because right. in two thousand and eleven, um, you know, coming up to that, sometime after that, like. Yeah, there are definitely times where I was in good places, definitely times when I was in dark places. And so, you know, sometimes I wrote about what was going on. Sometimes I would write affirmations. Sometimes I would write my goals. Got you. And and so looking back, and and especially when I restarted a couple of times, Mm -hmm. like I would write, this is the reason I'm restarting. And, And that reason was always a reflection of like things have been real shitty for a while. I'm going to start writing in here so that I can get in a better mindset so that I can get in a better place. And, you know, and, and I feel like that's what this particular article is about, uh, writing a gratitude journal. But then 
like then it starts to evolve and and you know like I've come to a place to where like and I try to do it every day and I've been lax this year um but you know you're young my friend yes it is <laughs> um but you know now instead of writing those affirmations every single day 20 times now instead of you know writing this this like here's how I feel about everything you know now it's more about here are my goals and these are my affirmations yeah. but it's also about what I'm grateful for and I feel like I have to remind myself of what I'm grateful for every single day hmm. um so so grateful yeah I know well yes well I have been and and I think that we all you know everybody has been at some point that's a <laughs> understand that's no that's a um that's a great step in humility in the direction of humility right to, to know and to, to do, do something about it right right it's it's so arrogant to know and then do nothing about it because you're arrogantly assuming everyone will still be there right they'll still keep it up with me they won't this is true <laughs> this is true you know it's, yeah. it's true humility to actually try to change and do something right no it's, it's inspiring when you watch someone like openly try to change the bad things about themselves and then they accomplish it it's like shit yeah it's beautiful no, and, and 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 I don't even think that you should applaud those people because uh, I think it sometimes happens like, oh, look what they did. Yeah. I get back to that. Yeah. But if they were doing it to make themselves better, Maybe they're doing it for them, right? Then yeah. they're not, then usually they're not caring about the ego of of why they're doing it. Um, and you know, yeah, and it I, doesn't work, right? <laughs> and you know, I was just about to say, and this was the ego part of me partially, but also I, I feel like it makes sense in this conversation. Um, you know, besides the gratitude journal and journaling that I do, you know, during the morning, before I go to bed every single night, since since probably 2012 or so, I've said the same thing of what I'm grateful for every single night, and I've missed it twice since 2012. Huh. Um, and <clears throat> I feel that and, you know, I talk about being grateful for my life and, right. and, and the people in my life and everything. And, yeah. and then also the, the, the tenants, my tenants are um, happy, healthy, wealthy, wise, and free. And talk about, you know, being grateful for that, but, you know, but wa- wanting to be happier, healthier, wealthier, wiser, and free. Hmm. Um, and, and I was going to say it exactly how I say it every night, um, but that was the ego part of it. I just want to interject that because because those things I have to remind myself every single day because if I don't, um, and also when I wake up in the morning, I, I wake up and go, I decide to be happy, healthy, wealthier, wealthy, wise, and free. Um, if I don't say those things to myself, then <clears throat> it's very easy to forget. It's very easy to forget in an argument with your wife or with your child or with a boss or with right. a parent or yeah, why are you, we here? you yeah like you know but and you know and I say it before I get on a plane I say you know but I also say you know there there are times when when I'm talking with somebody and I feel like things are about to go sideways that I will start running that through my head, maybe not say it, but running it through my head because I want to make sure that that I know that that is a grounding point for me. Mm-hmm. And 
otherwise an argument can get get stupid really stupid it's almost like a little checklist too like you could, you could yes. almost like the end of the day like did i do something that checks the box in each one of these things right exactly kind of cool yeah and um you know it, it's evolved slightly over time but for the most part it's it's you know been the exact same thing over wow. uh yeah almost nine ten years it's interesting oh it it helps <laughs> it helps um uh, so you are in the middle of a uh, experiment. I don't know what else to call it. You're mm. posting um, quotes or whatever the hell it is you're doing yeah. every day on Facebook, which is interesting to see. Like to see that because I, I collect quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have for a while. It's interesting when you put something out there to see what someone responds to. Yeah, and then who responds to it. Yeah, it's kind of a fun little experiment. It's, it's what's got you doing that? Um, so my new journal. That has started this year. Good quotes uh, in it. It does. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, I steal things, and I'm unoriginal, but with purpose. Um, because we all are, right? We, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this m- for Christmas, I got the it's the full focus planner. It's Michael Hyatt. Not selling it. Um, but I. The the planner is hard for me because it's it's a planner. I've tried which, a lot of those, yeah. which is hard. <laughs> yeah. But there is an accompanying journal which I really like because every morning I can write down, you know, my goals. It 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 it, it has a structure to where it it asks you the same like eight questions every single day. You know, what's happening? How can you move towards your goals? What right. are you grateful for? Um, and so this is kind of an evolution of of my gold journals um, because I'm I'm putting them there um, and not doing exactly what I've been doing for the past eight nine years. Um, but then it asks you like one question that's a little bit different every single day, like how can you you know how can you do this? What do you feel about this? Blah blah blah. And then it has a quote. And so okay. I took the quotes to like I read that first before I do any of this, so that I can. Kind of med. I, I don't. You know. I know what you said about meditation. Like, I meditate on them as I will read them and I'll see the author. I'll go and throw it into the internet to find out what the hell they're actually talking about. If I don't <laughs> understand it, or if it doesn't, if it doesn't right. resonate right away with me, um, Just research it. Yeah. And, and then sometimes I've read some of these and I'm like, oh, well, they were talking about something totally different than I was thinking. Um, can often do that. Yes, um, and and also they're very they're short, and what I'm putting on face. So I take that, and I'm on day forty three. Yeah, this is the forty three forty third day of the year, um, but I take that and I put it into one of those little Facebook text mm-hmm. things with the picture behind it, mm-hmm. and you know there's a character limit, so we've got to. You gotta truncate it somewhere. Right. But I also that's another reason why I go to the original quote and so I'll cop if it's longer then I'll copy that yeah. and put it, you know, underneath. Um and every once in a while I will add to it, you know, within the Facebook posts, but for the most part I just wanna leave it there and see what people say. Yeah. Because you're right. It's 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 not even a social experiment for me, but it's kinda of turning out that way. 
it is. Um, and and not you know. Sometimes you're like, whoa, have I heard from that person in a while? Well, that <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm I am surprised sometimes. Well, I'm also it's interesting to see you know on the technical side what the Facebook algorithm is actually doing. Right. So you know, and who's actually seeing your yeah, posts, and who and who you know who's seeing your posts, who gives a shit. Who's seen your post and gives a shit? Who goes and searches for it? Right. Because I do have some Who friends that do replies. that. Yeah. Right. Um, and then... But some of the quotes, too... Like, this was the original social experiment in my head. And, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not doing it for this reason, but it just kind of grew out of it, of what I'm looking at, is I've got friends that will like the quotes that are, since I know them, and I know which side of the spectrum they're on. I'm like, right. I'm like, damn, they both like the same quote. And you? and you are way over here, and you are way on the other side. And you know, but the, I mean, just like statistics, you 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 can make statistics say whatever you want them to say. Right. But with a quote, it's like you can. What I hope is that people take out of it whatever they want out of it. So, like Melanie said to me, you know, like. You know, sometimes I read these, and she never comments on it, and and that's cool. Um, but she looks at what some of my friends put, and, you know, and I've got friends that put some humor things on it. I've got wow. friends that, you know, say, oh, I love this because of this. I've got friends that say, you know, oh, I needed this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's always, you know, like, why do you just let them kind of do that? I'm like, because this isn't, A, this isn't my quote. Yeah, let do whatever you want. And B, like, it's what it means to them, right? And and it should be what it, I know what it means to me. I am, I'm. How old right. am I? I don't know. You're older. I'm older you're than you. Older you said you're 47, yeah, so 47. I'm. Damn it! You okay. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we have whole other issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, but but I I am secure with what it means to me. Right. And sometimes I will put a little explanatory thing, especially if it really re- resonates with me. I'll put something else out there. But, but for the most part, I would rather somebody actually put on there, you know, like this is my favorite so far. And and again, I'm not doing it to. Right. I'm not doing it for the ego part of it. Mm-hmm. I really hope I'm not. I'm doing it to put it out there. Now, do I check likes every once in a while? Yeah, there's certain days I do, but. But for the most part, I just want to put it out there, and I hope it's a self-service type thing that somebody can go, oh, yeah. Or, you know, maybe they'll think a a little bit differently today than they did yesterday. No matter, you know, what side of political fence they are, what, you know, where they're thinking, you know, where they are mentally. Like, if, if it can help, and if it can... None of the, like, there was one quote that I started to post that was, you know, from the book that I was like, I can't do that. That's, <laughs> that, that's too negative for what I want this to be. Um, and, you know, because I, I have plenty of quotes, just like you, that I want to put in there that I'm like, yeah, but I don't. Right. I, I want it to be something that can uplift as opposed to put down. And so, yeah, that's my experiment. And, and. You know, again, if anybody listens to this, I don't want them to feel like they shouldn't comment or anything. And, it's, and it will be because right. calling it a social experiment sometimes sounds weird. But, um, yeah, they're like, I don't want to be part of it. Exactly. But I, you know, just read it, damn it. Just read it. 
and digest it and move on or comment or not. I don't care. I, I just I want to put something out there that's a little bit better than the world was yesterday. It's noble. It starts with, uh, we started this with uh, talking about gratitude. Yeah. So your quote, the one I pulled out here. Gratitude is more than just feeling good. It's an equal opportunity emotion. Anyone can experience it and benefit from it, even the most crotchety uncle at the Thanksgiving dinner table. I love that. <laughs> Are you crotchety uncle? I, I have been, for sure. Um, yeah, it, it's... And the more... Well, and, and then I posted a couple of things on there, and if you want to take... Um, you know, take those and put them in the show notes or not. Um, but you know, like studies show the benefits of being grateful right. and it's like, Hey dude, you're less fucking angry. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah. I become a less angry person. The more that I've yep. thought about what I'm grateful for, mm-hmm. I get angry. I get pissed off. I wanted to throttle somebody the other day that, you know, door dinged me white when I'm sitting in the car, but I just let it go. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I didn't quite let it go. I said something to him, yeah, but I, I, okay. but but an old me ten years ago would have like raged and wow. oh, and, I got you. and yeah, yeah, yeah. been like you know what the fuck yeah. wrong with you? Man? Ruined your day exactly. But you know it ruined ten minutes, and then right. I tried to got move it. on because like you know he ended up saying something like it's just a car. I'm like Ooh, finally my, I was like my car. I was like <laughs> I was like. Yeah, he's right. Well, he is right. Yeah. I'm grateful that I right. have that car. But he's a wise old sage yeah, that dinged all... my car twice. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> um but but you know, I don't know. Some of the articles talk about gratitude is an antidote for aggression. Um but but it it's more than that too. Um those are studies from 2012. I who was it? Andrew DeWall? No, Nathan DeWall. Um, but it, so it's helped you. It's helped me. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for helping me there. Um, it's helped me. And if nothing else, I would like to pass it on to other people. Mm-hmm. But if I can't pass it on to other people out here, then I just want to pass it on to my kids. Yeah. And hope that they are grateful. Right. Um, because. Yeah, seeing the ungrateful. Yeah. And it's not fun. Yeah. And it doesn't serve them well as they get older. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can see that how, how gratitude can be an antidote, an antidote that too. to uh, being aggressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, absolutely. Well, so is punching something. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like a punching bag, but. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's um. Good stuff. Um, we are getting close to an hour. Do you believe that? I believe it because I talk a lot. No, it's fun. <laughs> uh, I think I think we're gonna leave it there. Okay. And um, I think that was a good place to leave it with talking about gratitude. And I'll say, um, uh, I recently saw a, uh, another podcast. This is a meta podcast about podcasting. <laughs> And these are all Navy SEALs, so you're going to think all I do is listen to podcasts with Navy SEALs. I know you do. partially true. It's very but true. But I do listen to other people. No, it's, um, it's your 80-20 rule. <laughs> 80-20. Uh, but it was Kyle Carpenter. He was just on uh, Andy Stump's Andy Stump 
S-T-U-M-P-F-T. Stumpft. Sure. Anyway, he's a cool dude. But uh, it was like, it was really long, but just listening to that, like, really got my mind right. Mm-hmm. Um, that day, and it has ever since. This was a few days ago. But just listening to, if you don't, I'm sure you know who he is, but if you don't know Kyle Carpenter, he's the, the went to the University of South Carolina. He was a Marine, whatever. He was in Afghanistan. He jumped on the grenade, and it blew him up. And they've got the Medal of Honor. He lives here in Columbia, travels the world. But uh, it was about his story. He was just telling his story. And just this guy is just, man, it's his head on right. And he just he just lives his life with such a level of gratitude. Yeah. As one would had they been blown up by a hand grenade and still lived. Well, you could be. V- but, yes, and that's the point. You yeah. You easily go the other way. Yeah. And it just it just puts it in perspective for me to just think about him and, like, man, don't let it eat you up. Yeah. You're talking about the ding in the door, like. You can respond one way, yeah, or you can respond another way, yeah. And that the way you respond is a choice, you know. Like, do you just let the world happen to you, and you just, it just if you just are who you are based on emotion, or do you make that choice, and do you do you choose to choose gratitude, or do you choose to do the thing that lets you get on with your day, or do you just dwell on it? All right, and that's a choice. Yeah, and I think what you're talking about is learning how to make that choice. That's one of the most important choices you make. Yeah, and like you how you do with something as a tool to help you sort of navigate and make those choices. And right, think, I think that's a great lesson. Um, yeah, noble lesson. Keep it up. <laughs> wasn't trying to be noble. That would be. <laughs> well, that's the result. Yes, you're just trying not to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes going through my head. I'll just not say any of them. All right. Well, okay, man. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, and, thank you for having me. Yeah, and uh, if you guys listening have any questions or you want to dig into any of this stuff, you can always hit us up on various places on the internet where we live. So hit us up. Until next time. Yeah.